RTHK News. It's one o'clock. I'm Barry O'Rourke. The top stories. A University of Hong Kong paediatrician says a toddler version of the BioNTech COVID jab may soon be available here, but that Sinovac should be taken first. A chief manager of the hospital authority says public hospitals could be put under pressure if Hong Kong records more malaria cases. And the Labour secretary says officials are checking the contracts of dancers at last week's Mirror concert as this might affect any compensation. University of Hong Kong paediatrician Patrick Ip says he thinks the government may soon be able to buy toddler doses of the BioNTech COVID vaccine. Speaking after appearing on local radio, Dr Ip said officials and the drug manufacturer were working on the logistics. But the associate professor said children should not risk waking, waiting for the BioNTech and get the Sinovac jab first. Officials are getting ready for the infant version of the BioNTech vaccine. There's a chance it will be available here. We're optimistic. The government and the drug manufacturer are discussing the arrangements. But the major premise is that parents shouldn't wait for BioNTech. The epidemic is recurring. You need about four months to complete free jabs, so parents should go for Sinovac now to get sufficient protection for their children. A chief manager of the hospital authority, Lau Ka Hin, says public hospitals could be put under pressure if Hong Kong records more malaria cases. Speaking on a TV programme, Dr Lau said the authority would adjust services when necessary, such as moving recovered COVID patients to Tier 2 isolation wards. He also noticed that seriously ill malaria patients who were in intensive care or had died were mostly those with a high number of parasites. 30 people who flew in from West Africa were recently found to have the mosquito-borne disease. Two have since died. Labour Minister Chris Sun says officials are checking the contracts of the dancers at last week's concert by boy band Mirror to see whether they're self-employed. Two dancers were injured at the concert, one of them seriously, after a large video panel fell on stage. When asked about possible compensation, Mr Sun said even if a worker had signed a self-employed contract, they might still be classed as an employee, depending on factors such as whether they could self-finance or had the power to decide how they operated. It depends on the fact rather than what kind of a document we signed. So right now, the Labor Department is in the process of seeking information from concerned companies and also um, liaising with dancers. We hope that with our mediation, they'll be able to determine later on whether or not these dancers are self-employed or they are indeed employees. The Labour chief also said the government was looking to introduce new guidelines to protect workers from heat stroke by April. He said officials would likely start discussions in October on whether to add the observatory's heat index as one of the reference factors. But Mr Sun said he had reservations about classifying heat stroke as an occupational disease. The question we have to ask is, are they being exposed to much higher risk of being infected or suffering from a particular disease as compared to the general public? If you look at his stroke, the evidence so far we have in hand is it's very difficult for us to say that for some of the workers in, a, in some professions or work types, they are more susceptible to his stroke. We do not think there is a case for us to classify his stroke as an occupational disease. The American conspiracy theorist Alex Jones has been ordered to pay more than 45 million US dollars in punitive damages to the parents of a child killed in the Sandy Hook school shooting in 2012. The penalty comes a day after he was ordered to pay compensatory damages for falsely claiming the massacre was a hoax. 
The jury found that the parents of one victim, Jesse Lewis, had endured harassment and emotional distress because of his comments about the attack. From Washington, the BBC's Nomea Iqbal reports. For decades, Alex Jones has built a cult following, spreading conspiracy theories, and his lies about Sandy Hook prompted multiple defamation lawsuits. This time, a family of a six-year-old killed in the shooting won their case. They've already been awarded $4.1 million. This larger punitive fine is to punish Jones for his behaviour. Despite retracting his claims during the trial, Jones continued to use his platform to attack the jurors and judges. He also falsely claimed he was bankrupt, despite evidence showing his companies are still earning thousands of dollars a day. On the 77th anniversary of the bombing of Hiroshima, the United Nations Secretary-General Antonio Guterres has called on the world to recommit to nuclear disarmament. Speaking in the Japanese city where the US dropped the first nuclear bomb in 1945 against Imperial Japan, Mr Guterres said a new arms race was gaining momentum and crises with grave nuclear undertones were spreading fast. Humanity is playing with a loaded gun. We must keep the horrors of Hiroshima in view of all times, recognizing there is only one solution to the nuclear threat, not to have nuclear weapons at all. Russia and Ukraine both say shelling has hit the site of the Russian-occupied Zaporizhia nuclear power plant, the biggest in Europe. They each blame the other for the attacks, which are said to have also hit nearby high-voltage power lines. And Palestinian militants have fired dozens of rockets into Israel in response to Israeli airstrikes on the Gaza Strip, which killed 10, 10 Palestinians, including a senior commander of the Islamic Jihad faction and a young child. Hassam Kassam, a spokesman for Hamas, which governs Gaza, condemned the Israeli strikes. The occupation has initiated a crime in the middle of the day by targeting a residential building while the people were inside on a weekend and targeting a resistance leader. The crime occurred despite all our communication through mediators. The occupation must pay the price for this crime. Israel's Prime Minister is Yair Lapid and he said the strikes were part of an anti-terrorism operation. Israel carried out a precise counter-terror operation against an immediate threat. Our fight is not with the people of Gaza. Islamic Jihad is an Iranian proxy that wants to destroy the state of Israel and kill innocent Israelis. The number of jobs in the United States has grown beyond expectations in July, lowering unemployment to pre-pandemic levels. The U.S. Labor Department said more than half a million people were hired last month. The BBC's Michelle Fleury is in New York. This report totally defied expectations. The consensus was that the U.S. economy would have added around 260,000 jobs. What we got was a number in excess of 500,000 jobs. The reason it is so remarkable is when you take into account that the unemployment rate is already very low at 3.5%. So you're adding that many jobs in an economy where there is already a low unemployment rate. And I think that's the bit that has caught so many people off guard. Arsenal beat Crystal Palace 2-0 in the opening match of the English Premier League last night. The BBC's Mark Williams reports from Selhurst Park. 
Arsenal off and running for the new season. They start the new campaign with a gritty but impressive 2-0 win over Crystal Palace. They took the lead on 19 minutes. Summer signings Inchenko heading a deep sacker corner back into the box and onto the head of Gabriel Martinelli, who guided it past Gaeta for the first goal of the new Premier League season. Palace improved as the match wore on and sensed an equaliser, but then Arsenal wrapped it up. A rare break as the match wore on. Saw Saka's cross deflected by Palace defender Mike Gehi's head past his own keeper Gaeta into the back of the net. It's finished here at Selhurst Park. Crystal Palace nil, Arsenal 2. And many are predicting this season will be another two-way fight between two-time defending champions Manchester City and Liverpool, who currently hold both domestic cups. City start against West Ham tomorrow, while Liverpool get underway against newly promoted Fulham in today's early game. Here's Liverpool boss Jurgen Klopp. We never know what will happen. Big expectations, dreams, all this kind of stuff. And from now on we can be a bit more influential because everything else is nice and important what we did now in the last few weeks but the real tests coming now and for his part city boss pep guardiola anticipated stiff competition in the campaign ahead everyone's wanna get in better every club every owner have desires and invest and everyone now realize on that not just one team so many teams do it and do it well and the quality is there the managers are exceptional and that's why it's so exciting, and that's why Premier League is the best. And now to the weather. It'll be mainly cloudy with a few showers, a few squally thunderstorms in the afternoon, moderate easterly winds. And the outlook? Sunny periods with a few showers in the next couple of days, windy with squally showers and thunderstorms on Tuesday and Wednesday. The current temperature is 29 degrees Celsius, and the relative humidity is 87%. And now to end the news, the top stories once again. A University of Hong Kong paediatrician says a toddler version of the BioNTech COVID jab may soon be available here, but that Sinovac should be taken first. A chief manager of the hospital authority says public hospitals could be put under pressure if Hong Kong records more malaria cases. And the Labour secretary says officials are checking the contracts of dancers at last week's Mirror concert, as this might affect any compensation claims. And you have been listening to the news on RTHK. Before doing a COVID-19 rapid antigen test, read the user guide carefully and follow each step as instructed. First, prepare a clean surface and wash your hands. For a nasal swab, insert the swab into your nostrils and rub it against the walls of each nostril several times as instructed. Submerge the swab tip fully into the buffer solution and stir. Squeeze droplets of the solution slowly into the well of the test device afterwards. Wait for the time specified in the user guide and read the result. Results taken beyond the time limit will be invalid. When finished, dispose of all parts of the test kit properly. If only the C-line is present, the test result is negative. If both the C-line and the T-line are present, the test result is positive. In which case, you have to take a photo of the result and report it within 24 hours via the declaration system of the Department of Health. Do the test often by yourself. It helps you detect any infection and receive treatment as soon as possible to protect yourself and others around you. Do the test. Protect yourself and others. Radio 3. This station is now the ultimate power in the universe. All about Billy Joel this hour. Born William Martin Joel. Been in the biz since the 70s. One of the best-selling music artists of all time. Commonly nicknamed... The Piano Man.
It's nine o'clock on a Saturday A regular crowd shuffles in There's an old man sitting next to me Making love to his tonic and gin Will be polite. 